You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good morning. My name is Reese Kiaaina, and I want to welcome you to the Los Angeles International Church of Christ Metro Region. Thank you for tuning in to our worship service. Special shout out to our friends in San Francisco, those watching from around the world, and of course, our very own Metro Ohana or Metro family. I want to wish everyone a happy Mother's Day. You know, there's some fun facts about Mother's Day. 108 years ago, by an act of Congress, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. He established the day as a time for public expression for our love and reverence for the mothers of our country. It's certainly true that no nation is ever greater than its mothers, for they are the makers of the next generation. You know, on Mother's Day, more calls are made than any other holiday of the year. Approximately 122 million calls go out on Mother's Day. Uh, it's also the busiest day of the year for restaurants. According to the National Restaurant Association, 87 million adults ate at restaurants on Mother's Day in 2018. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's a lot of people going out and eating and honoring their mothers by taking them to restaurants. Mother's Day is also the third highest day for sales for flowers and plants. Only Christmas and Hanukkah have greater sales days. You know, our lesson today is entitled, What Motherhood Teaches Us About God. What Motherhood Teaches Us About God. And you know, oftentimes, Mother Mother's Day can be a happy or sad day for many of us, you know, for me, my mother's still alive. I, uh, you know, I think about her a lot as she's in Hawaii and I live here in LA. Uh, but my grandmother passed away, so it's always a time of sadness as well. And and you know, it, whatever situation you're in, you know, if you have your mother or grandmother's still alive like that, awesome. If not, you know, this day can be lived in that tension of happiness and joy, but also sadness too. Uh, my heart goes out to all of you that uh, perhaps have lost a loved one, a mother or grandmother, stepmom. Uh, but today is kind of a joyful day, but it also can be a sad day. And so I hope we can get some encouragement from the lesson today about what motherhood teaches us about God. I'd like to share a few scriptures that can not only encourage our mothers, grandmothers, and stepmothers, but our souls as well. And we're going to be looking at different images of God that I hope Help us have a more biblical view of who God is and what he is like. You know, how we see God matters in how we worship and love him. Theologically, God is love. That is who he is and how he operates in this world. Everything we will learn today flows from that heart and how he expresses love to the world and to his people. So let's start with a prayer. Let's pray for power. Let's pray. God, we love you. We thank you so much for Jesus. We thank you for giving us different images uh, and different mothers in the Bible that we can learn from. But today will be a little different. We're going to look at different images that, that may catch us by surprise 
the, that help us to see who you are and what you're like and how you operate in this world. So God, we love you. Thank you for us for giving us our mothers, our grandmothers, our stepmoms, our significant others who perhaps have uh, parented us, if you will, and uh, encourage our souls. God, this day is about them and we want to honor them today. Uh, past as well as present. God, we love you. Bless our Bible study today and help us to be thinking about you and learning about you as we look at uh, motherhood. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, one of the first things we learn about God is that honoring mothers is really important to him. It's really, really important to God. In Exodus 20, the Bible says, in the New Living Translation in verse 12, Exodus 20, verse 12, Honor your father and mother, then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your father and honor your mother. Mother, Mothers matter to God. It's so important to God to honor our mothers that it's one of the Ten Commandments. That, that's a big deal. Mothers absolutely matter to God. It's the Fifth Commandment. And not only is it in the Old Testament, it's also in the New Testament. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1 through 3 in the message, Paul says, Children, do what your parents tell you. This is only right. Honor your father and mother is the first commandment that has a promise attached to it. Namely, so you will live well and have a long life. Wow, what a great passage from, from a little different translation there. Both passages in the Old Testament and in the New Testament teach honoring your mother helps you live well and have a long life. I'm not sure why honoring your mothers is tied to a good life and, and a long life, but it mattered to Moses and Paul. Perhaps it's because mothers play such a huge role in shaping who we are as individuals. You know, Abraham Lincoln said, All that I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my mother. Whatever the case, I think we should consider heeding Moses and Paul's words to honor our mothers. Because mothers matter to God. So, But what does to honor them mean? You know, as I was doing a little research on this, uh, uh, to honor our mothers means to prize highly, to care for, to show care for, uh, to show respect for and obey authority in our lives. You know, I mean, they are an authority figure in our lives. And he says we, he says we must learn to show care, to show respect. It's not just about feeling this way and honoring our mothers internally, although that's important. It's important to God that we show them that that we show respect to our mothers. You know, if one attacked or cursed their parents, it was punishable by death. I mean, it's a serious thing to attack our parents or to curse our parents. Now, we can get into a whole Bible study of what that is. That's not what we're going to talk about today, but it, it's just something to, to be aware of, you know, that in the Old Testament, in Exodus 21 and verse 15 and verse 17 in the NIV, it says, anyone who attacks their father or mother is to be put to death. Anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. It is serious to, 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 to act in a certain way toward our mothers, you know, and our fathers. It's huge. Uh, so take time today 
to honor your mother. It's a serious issue for God. Call her, write her, do what you can to honor her. If she's passed, take a moment of silence to express honor and gratitude. It may not matter to her, you know, who has passed, but it certainly matters to God. I don't know who I'd be without my mom and my grandmother. And so that's one of the first things we learn about God from motherhood, you know, that God honors, uh, God wants us to honor our, our mothers. It's a big deal to God. The second thing we learn about God from mothers is just like mothers can be extremely gentle and kind, God can be that way as well. And, and so the second thing we learn about God is, is that about being gentle and kind. And I love this picture of God. Look at this passage. In Hosea chapter 11 and verse 3 to 4, it says, It was I who taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by the arms. Look at this imagery of, of, of God here. But they did not realize it was I who healed them. I led them with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. To them, I was like one who lifts a little child to the cheek, and I bent down to feed them. You know, God's people, Israel, were unfaithful to him. And Hosea was telling God's people how God treated them as a gentle and kind mother. You know, he was kind to them like a mother full of love, even though they treated him poorly, right? The imagery of of his tenderness and his gentleness, it's like bringing a baby to his cheek to, to, to feed the baby. That's how God cared for his people in spite of their sins. Is that your view of God, that God is gentle and kind, you know, gentle and kind is not the first thing I think about when I think about God. I think about God as a judge, as as, as someone who is ruling, you know, a ruler. Uh, gentle and kind is not the first thing that comes to mind, but I, I appreciate this aspect of God that we get from motherhood. Mothers tend to, can tend to be gentle or kind, and you may not have have had a mother that perhaps is gentle or kind, maybe a little bit more stern. You might have had a mother like that. And the beautiful thing that we're going to learn today is that you know motherhood has has, has mothers come in has different qualities about them that showcase who God is. Not, there's not one person who, who embodies every, all the qualities of God other than Jesus, right? So so don't be so hard on your mothers or grandmothers or stepmoms like that. Obviously, if they did wrong, amen. You know, God, God will work with them in that, but we can honor our mothers. We can look at our mothers uh, as they have been gentle and kind to us because it shows a side of what who God is and what he actually is like. And I appreciate that about God. It reminds me of how kind God is and how kindness can lead us toward repentance. You know, Paul talks about this in Romans chapter 2 in verse 4, the New Century Version. It gives us an image of God uh, about how kind he is and how kind his kindness can lead us toward repentance. He has been very kind and patient waiting for you to change, but you think nothing of his kindness. Perhaps you do not understand that God is kind to you, so you will change your hearts and lives. What a great passage. Look at how Paul was describing God and his kindness. You know, when we're in trouble, let's remember God is kind like a mother. So come to him, turn to him, put your trust in him. 
But God is not only kind and gentle, right? That that's one aspect of God that we we see about who who God is from a mother who is gentle and kind, just like how God was gentle and kind to His people, Israel. But God is also fierce and forceful, though, when He deals with sin. Yes, there's a side of God that is fierce and forceful that takes initiative. You know, there's a side of mom too, right? That that takes initiative. Moms can be fierce and forceful when they apply discipline in our lives. Uh, it gives this image of getting involved. You know, boy, get over here. You know, when I was doing wrong, my mom could say a few words like, "Boy, get." And then, you know, I'm there <laughs> uh, because I'm, it's not time to mess with mama, you know. And in Hosea 13, it's a great passage about one of the tribes of Israel, Ephraim, who ended up being super unfaithful to God. And they participated in Baal worship and human sacrifices and idolatry. And Hosea said something so powerful them, powerful to, to them in in. Chapter 13 and verse 8 and 9 in the NIV. Like a bear robbed of her cubs, I will attack them and rip them open. Like a lion, I will devour them. A wild animal with, will tear them apart. You are destroyed, Israel, because you are against me, against your helper. What a... Look at the imagery in this that Hosea is telling Ephraim, one of the tribes of Israel, that they got into all this kind of sin. The people were in sin and God was not happy with his people. They were involved in Baal worship, idolatry, and human sacrifices. That's how far God's people got away from him. You know, Baal worship was not just about having a wooden statue. It was about economic promise. And we tend to think of God's people developing a preference for wooden idol images. But the primary attraction to Baal worship wasn't a pretty statue. It was about economic promise. For the nations around Israel, Baal was, was considered, was known as the rider of the clouds who brought the rains and blessed the earth. So when Baal showed up, the heavens rained oil, the rivers ran with honey and mothers gave birth to healthy children and even the dead could be raised. They, and so God's people put their trust, you know, in, in this other God, Baal worship other than God himself. It was like their insurance policy, if you will, for economic prosperity and the imagery that Hosea gives in how God felt about sin is that he would discipline his people like like with a ferocity like a mama bear who just lost her cubs. You know, bears are extremely protective and will do anything to keep their cubs safe. They love their cubs and will get involved even to death. The animal that is trying to take a bear's cubs back off, man. This this, this there's a ferocity there that that Hosea was trying to tell God's people about when God had to deal with sin. It was like, man, he, he, he would, he would be a judge in that, you know, there would be judgment coming on them. And there's a side of God that is fierce, fierce and forceful. And I think we got to understand that as well. There's, there's a side of moms, our grandmothers, you know, that could be like that. Our stepmoms that could apply that kind of discipline in our lives. Let's be grateful for that as well. You can't just be a, a Christian who loves that, who just thinks that God is only love, but that he doesn't discipline as well. You got to have both sides of the coin there that God is love, but God will also discipline 
with a ferocity that that can be a little scary that can that can kind of put fear in us you know and that's not the only way god expresses his love but there is a side of him that does that as well and we all know mothers that will discipline their kids when they do wrong right so what well, so does god god will discipline us when we do wrong he is fierce and he is forceful i'm not advocating for violence you know i'm advocating for appropriate discipline and that's what hosea was trying to teach god's people when they kind of lost their way when they got into idolatry and put things uh, above God, you know, and it's, it wasn't that they just kind of totally disregarded Yahweh or totally disregarded God. They worshiped God. They they paid their tithes. They did their acts of worship, but they also worshiped Baal, uh, who if they were a farmer would, you know, that would perhaps bring rain. And so they would kind of worship that as well. Uh the danger in our Christian lives is when we're we're we all know we're we're there to worship God, but then we also worship something else as well. That's what God was disciplining his people for, and he was fierce and forceful about it, like a like a mother bear who's had her cubs taken away from her man boom involved. And I appreciate my mom and my grandmother for providing discipline in my life, especially when I've gone you know the wrong way. I appreciate that. God is what we've learned so far is that God is gentle and kind, like a mother who cares for their child. But He's also fierce and forceful when He needs to be dealing with sin. That that that's a picture, an image of God that we get that we must learn to to deal with as well and to respect that side of God. It's also what helps us to stay out of sin, you know, to know that God will discipline us because he loves us. That's a powerful thing. And I appreciate our moms, our grandmothers, stepmoms who, 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 who get worn out because they do this day in and day out. Uh, so yes, God is gentle and kind. He's also fierce and forceful when he needs to be. But he's also protective and proactive like a mother eagle. And I love how the writers of the Bible use imagery like this to help us understand who God is and what he's like. In Deuteronomy 32, in verse 10, it says, In a desert land he found him, in a barren and howling waste. He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye, like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wing to catch them and carries them aloft. The Lord alone led him. No foreign God was with him. You know, another side of God, you know, that, that we can learn and how mothers are is this image of a mother eagle here and how a mother eagle cares for its young, it, who's the ego is protective and proactive in the care of its young. When God's people were wandering for 40 years in the desert, man, God was protective of them. He was proactive in leading them. Mothers are often this way, right? They are protective. Our grandmothers, they're protective. They're and proactive about taking care of their kids and grandkids or, or a stepmom is like that. Moses gives us a great picture of God, like a mother eagle, shielding, caring, hovering, uh, stirring and ready to catch the young if they fall out of their nests. This is a picture of how God is always looking out for us and ready to catch us when we fall. 
my wife is like this, you know, Grace is, is, is so protective and, and proactive about our kids in their schooling, their sports, the, the calendar that they keep like that, all the different activities they got to do. My wife is on it. She knows what activities are happening, when it's happening, what needs to be turned in, where we got to get to, who has to be there. Reese, what you got to bring to that meeting? I mean, my, my wife is all over it because she, as a mother, is protective and proactive in her children's life lives, you know. Uh, Kala'i's in college. Nani's graduating this year. She's off to Cal State Long Beach. You know, that's she's going to be go- go going to school there. Ku is going into high school next year, ninth grade at West High. It just keeps going. And my wife is the glue. She is the one that keeps everything moving, you know. And uh, I appreciate that. My mother and grandmother were like this, protective and proactive. Again, if you didn't have a, a mother or grandmother or stepmother that may have this quality right here, that's okay. You know, Jesus encompasses it all, right? But but be thinking about how moms and grandmothers and stepmoms have been pro- protective and proactive in your life. Uh, God is very much like this as well. You know, so today... As we honor our mothers, as we honor our grandmothers and our stepmoms, let's consider how they help us to learn about God. What did we learn today? Mothers are extremely important to God that he wants us to actively honor them. So honor them today. Amen. Be one of the, be, be the, be in the statistic that is calling their moms. You know, that, that Mother's Day is one of the days where, where people, uh, make so many calls to their moms on that day to honor them. The Bible describes God through certain images of mothers who are gentle and kind. God is gentle and kind, but he's also fierce and forceful, like a mama bear who will fight to the death for her own cubs. And and oftentimes, you know, God is going to discipline us. And this is how God acts and deals with sin. He He's going to get involved, you know. Our mothers and grandmothers and stepmothers can be like that as well, where they discipline us for our own good and do so out of love. But not only is God like that, we also see God as protective and proactive, like a mother eagle caring for her young and is ready to catch them if they ever fall out of the nest. So today, we just looked at three images you know, of a mother, a mother bear, and a mother eagle, and what that teaches us about who God is and what he's like. And there are many more images like this in the Bible that we can look at at another time. But thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your attention. Have a happy Mother's Day today. Thank you. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com 